Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, June 20th. Thank you guys for joining us and waking up with us on this Monday morning. Thank you for the check-ins, getting some here on uh, on our uh, Twitter here at Mercedes in the AM. Wesley is checking in. So is Mike. Martin is listening. So is Sherry. Uh, looks like Joe is listening. Also, Kathy. Thank you guys for that. You can also check in with a little text. It's all you need to do is text us at 702-364-9400. You can also uh, call us there. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what we've got. We've got Sandra checking in. Rick Dane and Sarah. Rudy, Raul, Jan, Zach, Lance, Melissa and Francis, Marcus and Maria, Carl, Buckeye, Bob, uh, all listening. So thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning to you. Did Matt get his roundtable pizza last night? He did. He did get his roundtable pizza last night. That's all my husband wants on Father's Day. And so we made sure that we got that for him. And I think he had a nice day. It was very, very just low key. He wanted to watch the U.S. Open all day. So he watched golf. Um, I got him uh, some breakfast. I got him cinnamon roll that he Ooh. really loved. And and so it was actually one of those really bad food days. I got him a cinnamon roll for breakfast. Um, I don't think he ate lunch. I think his cinnamon roll was his lunch because he ate it kind of late. And then... Um, then we had round table pizza, and then I took him out for ice cream afterwards. Oh, so God bless it. it. Was, That's uh, a perfect I day hope, right I there. I hope his stomach is okay this morning. You know? <laughs> I know. I, I didn't do the cinnamon roll, but I did have a couple of the, uh, slices of the pizza, uh-huh. and then I did get an ice cream cone. And I was okay this morning, but my stomach is much stronger than his. And so I was like, oh, gosh, I was thinking this morning, oh, man, I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> but it sounds like a perfect day in my mind. This, starting your Sunday, starting a Sunday off with a with a cinnamon roll. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's a big one. It was, a, it was a big one, too, right? It wasn't, like, huge. It was, um, I'd say, medium size. No, that's good. You know? It's perfect. But, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was really good. How was your weekend? Uh, it, was, it was all right. Uh, so Laura is in France right now, and I'm sure you've heard all these flights that are getting canceled and yeah. everything else. So her, her f- travels out there was... Uh, kind of turned upside down is she was supposed to fly out saturday morning fly from vegas to jfk like a two-hour layover and then jfk to nice and she found out friday is around two o'clock that that flight was canceled and they had her get leaving like 
late Saturday night, getting there Sunday evening. No, getting there, get, she would get there Monday night based on the travel they had lined up. And she had to speak this morning over there in France. So she had to get out there early. She had to get out there by, uh, by Sunday. So that was our Friday, trying to find her flights and uh, changing things, moving things. She ended up getting on a red-eye Friday night. Uh, she flew out Friday at 11, finally got to Nice. My time's all turned around, too, with her schedule over there. She finally got to Nice on, or, or to Cannes on Sunday morning. So it was like two days worth of travel for the for the girl to get oh, over there. Oh my goodness! Wow, and I'm glad she made it safe. Yeah, she's over there now. So, um, and then I mentioned too that uh, they put her up in not in a hotel but a corporate apartment. Yes. Ooh. Not good. It's not the nicest corporate apartment out there. Oh boy, boy, oh boy. Pictures were a little deceiving, and and she, she I remember seeing the pictures. I'm like, oh, this looks cool and everything. And she gets there. It's just it's it's an adjustment right now. So she she comes back actually Wednesday night. And she spoke this morning on our huge panel, and it was a success. So things are getting better over, over there for her. So all is good. All is good. But, I mean, the bottom line, though, it's no matter where you're staying, you're in France. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's excited to be there. But she's the first thing she said, she's like, I don't know enough French. Because where she is, the apartment, the guy that checked her in didn't speak any English. And not that he's supposed to, but just a corporate apartment. And maybe she thought that the guy would speak more English. And she doesn't speak hardly any French. And so just it was, it's was it been an adjustment for the past 24, 48 hours. Yeah, the French are very, uh, they they very much prefer you to speak their language, as they should. It's their country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Duolingo, here I come. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and she was doing stuff like that, too. And the, the translator app, but she said um, she had rained the, the car service that took her from the airport to the uh to her apartment that she's staying at when she got out of the car. The, the guy's final words were, I hope you learn more French. Oh, wow. Like, oh. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not amused. They don't like when yeah. you don't know French there. <laughs> and oh. then one of the first things she was doing, too, was she was showing me the place. And, yeah, it's 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 rough. I'll be honest. It's rough. But she's out there walking on the street, and she's, she's FaceTiming me. And I'm like... You look like such a tourist right now. Speaking English, FaceTiming your husband, or you're, you're walking around showing him the sights was kind of funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, lesson learned for next time now. Oh, <laughs> take, yeah, many lessons take learned. Take a couple of lessons. <laughs> take a class or two. <laughs> All right, well, it is time for the show to start. Let's do this. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Come Undone by Duran Duran? <laughs> Away by Paula Cole. Or do you want to hear Don't Matter by Akon? Tweet us with your vote this morning at Mercedes in the AM on Twitter. Vote on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Mercedes in the Morning or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Amber Heard was spotted at a TJ Maxx in New York with her sister on Thursday. So is she getting frugal because she owes Johnny Depp more than $8 million? Or does she always shop at TJ Maxx? The answer is that she always shops at TJ Maxx. And the tabloids are kind of trying to make a story out of this whole thing. But this is interesting because Johnny's lawyers have once again suggested that he might not even make her pay that $8 million 
But now they're saying after that whole Dateline interview and uh, interview she did with the Today Show, they might change their minds after the fact. Because apparently there was one point when she talked about evidence that wasn't allowed in court. Evidence that she says proves Johnny abused her. Oh, well, I mean, what's the phrase? You can't get blood from a turnip. So if she doesn't have the money, I don't know how you're going to get it. But <laughs> That's a okay. great phrase, by the way. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> that is an awesome phrase. And you think when this case was settled, it'll be done with. But no, this this these two are still top of the tabloids right now. BTS has landed their sixth number one album with proof. Here's some of the music off of that album. <laughs> They sold 314,000 units, and the majority of that was driven by CD sales. Uh, Proof registers the year's biggest week for an album by a group. So there were different versions of CDs that started as low as $24, but then went up to $70. That just based on the packaging yeah, that it so, came in. Well, there's there's the compact version, and then you had, like, the, the full set with, like, books and stuff. And then there were different cards. And that's the big thing with these, these packages, that people would rather buy them than download them because you get these collector's cards and that uh, that's watch some of the unboxing videos of proof and you see pretty good? people freaking out when they look at what cards they ended up getting did sophie get some good ones yeah she did she got like multiple um multiple gins i think so she uh she has a, a trading account on Instagram, so she's like, I've got gins if anyone wants to trade me for, you know, a JK or whatever. So, yeah, it's, it's just funny to see the excitement when you do the unboxing. So, BTS, a huge band. With your interaction now as with the music director of the radio station and saying the new music that's coming our way that we might play at the radio station, are you seeing many bands? So, I was trying to think as I'm, I'm reading this story this morning and putting together dirt, I'm thinking, how many bands? I mean, there's older bands. We have Matchbox 20 coming up, you have The Killers, Imagine Dragons, but as far as bands that we play. I think Glass Animals is a band that we play. What are, are there are bands still a thing? Are you getting new music from any bands out there? Um, five Seconds of Summer, and we're doing uh, some giveaways with them to go check them out at our beach house. They're doing um, some stuff right now. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I'll, oh, I can look at my music. It just seems like, I mean, I know they're still out there. I'm not saying they're gone, but it just seems like bands are not as, it's more like the solo stuff versus bands we used to have in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and, and early 2000s. Fits in the Tantrums, uh, Panic at the Disco. Um, five seconds of summer. So there are some out there, but I would agree it's more solo stuff or collabs and yeah. things like that. Carrie Underwood, by the way, speaking of albums, her latest album is called Denim and Rhinestones. This is her tenth album and her tenth consecutive album in the top ten. All ten of her albums have debuted in the top ten. This goes back to her very first release, Some Hearts, was released, which was released back in two thousand and five. Every album she puts out lands in the top ten. Let's talk movies. Jurassic World's Dominion won the Father's Day week. Weekend box office. It took in 58.7 million in its second weekend. Lightyear came in second, and they were predicting that Lightyear would top the box office, making they were predicting close to $85 million for that movie. So the Toy Story spinoff came in at second with $51 million, so they're calling that a disappointment for Lightyear. Oh, that's too bad, man. I, I thought it would do better, honestly. Yeah, with a Pixar name behind it and everything. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick came in third, and then Adam Sandler's Hustle became the most loved, his most loved movie. With both fans and critics on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 92% rating. Now, this rating combines critical reaction 
as well as audience score. So this is his top-rated movie. Prior to this, Happy Gilmore was his best-rated movie at 85%, but Hustle is getting nothing but praises. It's so good. If you haven't watched it yet, you got to watch it. It's so, so good. We'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, actually right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1648. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, June 20th. Thank you so much for joining us as we kick off the new week. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. It was a nice weekend. I told you about Laura's travel adventures, getting over to France and getting situated uh, over there. So that was kind of, that was pretty much my weekend. Uh, I'll be honest. Friday night was dealing with that. And then Saturday did a couple things around the house and um, hung out with a buddy for a little bit, got a haircut downtown and Went to the gym, sat out by the pool for a little bit. So all in all, it was a nice, relaxing weekend for me. Nice. How about you over there? It was good. It was a good weekend. Um, so on uh, on Saturday, we went over to some friend's house. They had like a, a Father's Day barbecue for um, all their friends that had uh, fathers. And that was so much fun. We had a really good time over there. Uh, yesterday, got, I got up early and uh, just got things ready for Father's Day for, for my husband. And we, like I told you earlier, we did some breakfast and just kind of relaxed most of the day. Gave him his alone time so he could watch watch golf. He was just really into that. So we did that. And I I took my, my Sunday nap that I usually do. So it was really hard for me to fall asleep last night i fell asleep i didn't sleep for that long i only slept for like an hour maybe an hour and a half but um whenever i this is why i don't nap during the week because then i cannot fall asleep at night so uh, last night i'm laying in bed and we were watching um peaky blinders i I don't know if anybody else watches that show we love it and the so the final season came out and we were on the final episode because we were watching it most of the weekend and the final episode is out and um, my husband's like, oh my gosh, it's 1035. You got to go to bed. I'm like, I- honestly, I'm not tired. I'll just lay here I- anyway. So mm-hmm. just keep watching it. And so we kept watching it. And at some point I did start uh, nodding off. So I didn't catch the very, very end. It was the last episode, but, um, I heard him turn off the TV and I go, and I asked him a question about it. I don't want to give anything away. I was like, did blank, blank, blank happen? And he's like, no, I was like, Ooh, I gotta watch it when I get home. I gotta see the end because what I thought was gonna happen apparently did not happen. So I'm very excited to see what what I missed. And that one's been around for a while, hasn't it? Peaky yeah, Blinders? it's a it's a great show. If you're looking for a new show to watch, I don't know how many seasons there are, but the final one just came out last week, and yeah, we love that show. So good. I was last night um, just trying to unwind last night, and I said, you know what? Laura and I talked about doing Stranger Things over the Fourth of July break. I'll jump into it. I can watch it again when she watches it. It's no big deal. I'll just you know start it up, and, and when she's ready to go, I have no problem watching a couple episodes over again. So I log into Netflix last night, and I open up Stranger Things, and it's like episode two halfway through. I'm like, wait, did I start this? We're going to watch this together. Did I start? When did I start? Running through my mind. When, I'm like, oh, someone in France has been watching Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. So she she jumped on it. So she's about an episode. She's getting less, less she fell asleep. She's an episode and a half into it, which is fine, so, which gives me the opportunity until she comes back home to get, get, get caught up so we can catch up with each other, come Fourth of July weekend, and finish it together. Do you guys have, do you guys share the same profile or do you have We some, do. We oh, do. Oh, you should make a new profile so you can still watch it and not interrupt her watching. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and we do. We have, when you open it up, there's a profile for me, there's a profile for her, and then I have one for Jackson Zoe as well, just as a spoof that so we've never used it. 
And then so last night, I said, you know what? I'm going to pop out of my profile, the one that she's been using, and go to just one of the other ones and maybe start it so I'm not messing up what she's watching. And as soon as I went to log on the other profiles, I kicked out of Netflix and said I was, I've been deactivated as a user from this device. I'm sure it's as simple as logging on, but I took that as a sign to, nah, no Netflix tonight. I wonder if it's because she's logging in from France. Did she get a VPN? No, she did not. Hmm. Because when we've tried to log into Netflix from um, Europe before, there was an issue, that, and that's why we had the VPN, and it helped us. I can't remember if the VPN was the VPN issue was with Netflix, or maybe it was just watching live television here. Like Big Brother was on, or something. So we went to the CBS app, and it didn't work in Europe. But when we turned on the VPN, then it did work, and so there was a whole thing. So, but I wonder if it's like, okay, wait, you're supposed to be in France. What's going on? Maybe that's why I kicked you out. That's a great point. And and when she did log on to start using it yesterday, she told me that everything was in French. So I don't know if it automatically flips the settings. Oh, yeah. It, it says, where are you? Oh, okay. Here, here you are. Yeah, that, that's uh, argument number two to get a VPN if you're going overseas, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Same. So VPN, though, do you, you still need Wi-Fi to get onto your VPN? Or? Yeah, it just gives you a secure connection. And then you, it it says where you where you're from. Like, I on my VPN, um, I turned it on, and it... It places me in Los Angeles. That's mm-hmm. where it says that I'm at. But I can literally go down the list and pick anywhere I want to in the in the world to say that I'm I'm on the Wi-Fi from. But it's a secure. It's like um, as opposed to having a lunch with a bunch of people, you're having a one-on-one lunch. I like a someone. one-on-one lunch. Yeah, so that that way, you know, there's not so many people around, and your your information's more secure. And I got a bunch of emails, people asking me what which VPN I use. I use the Express VPN because you can have five devices on on that same VPN at the same time. So with my family, we all need at least one device on there. And with the VPN, so could you log on and say you're on the East Coast, say you're in New York City, so then when I log on to my YouTube TV. I would be getting the East Coast feed. Yep. Because they think I'm in New York City. Yep. Woo, I yeah. saw the shows early and stuff. That's great. Yeah. So just, you know, a little uh, little advice for next time. I mean, I, it sounds like she's fine right now. But yeah, that's probably why your Netflix is all messed <laughs> up. <laughs> and then it's, it comes up in French for me. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Today, it's Monday. We It's <laughs> it's Monday. So we got Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,500 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. Can you identify a song Faster than Mercedes? We'll find out at 7 a.m. Whether you're playing for the huge prize or just listening and playing along, that is so much fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's uh it's kind of like Beat Shazam, but it's Beat Mercedes instead. So I'm Shazam. <laughs> She's the Shazam. And then coming up next, we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. Yesterday was Juneteenth, and it's now a federal holiday, but not many people knew that. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Also, Drake already breaking records. And your new stars for the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Juneteenth is trending this morning. So some people are off work today for Juneteenth, which was technically yesterday. It became a federal holiday last year, but apparently that is still news to one in four Americans. A new poll for Juneteenth found 26% of us still hadn't even heard of it. And even if you have, you might not know what it's about. Well, a new survey asked people, have you ever heard of Juneteenth? 74% said yes. 26% said no. And of the people who did know about it, half only learned about it in the last two years. They were also asked, do you know what Juneteenth is about? And 60% of people who had heard of it 
knew it was about the end of slavery. 7% thought it was about black people give it, g- getting the right to vote. And 5% said it was about the signing of the Civil Rights Act in 1964. Well, just so we're all clear, Juneteenth commemorates the emancipation of enslaved people in the United States. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. Because they just it just became the federal holiday. Was it last year that uh, Biden put it into effect? Yes. So last year it went into effect. Where do you stand on the whole thing? Were you familiar with everything prior to the past couple of years or just kind of vaguely familiar? Where do you fall on this? Survey? No, I knew about that. I remember learning about that in, uh, in school. Mm-hmm. And so I knew about that. I did not know, however, that it was a federal holiday. Um, until probably a couple of months ago, my brother had just mentioned it offhand. He said, you know, um, and then in June, um, I'm going to we're going to do a staycation. I'm going to take mom on a staycation since um, I have that Monday Juneteenth off. And I was like, you get Juneteenth off? He's like, well, we we all get Juneteenth off. It's a federal holiday now. And I did not know that. And so I was like, I wonder if we're we have Juneteenth off and we don't, obviously. But I think some more and more companies are are making that a paid day off or start to follow suit with that. Yeah. yeah. So the banks, post offices, all those places will be closed today. Yeah, should be. There's a there's a couple of like radio station groups that are closed today. Are Ours is not one of them. I was talking to our boss about it. And I was like, interesting. I wonder if that's going to change at some point. So what about you? Where do you stand on all that? Yeah, I mean, I vaguely knew of what it was through school and just through, you know, life circumstances and then be- fully became aware of the everything more about it over the past couple of years. Okay. Yeah, it's, I think that you're with the majority of people on that one. Drake uh, is also trending this morning. He just gave a day's notice before his surprise album, ne- Honestly Nevermind, hit streaming services on Friday. And it is already Apple Music's biggest dance album in history. <laughs> wow, that was fast. It broke the platform's record for first day streams worldwide, which is most what is most impressive about this is that it only took one hour to do that. It's his seventh studio album to date, and it features 14 tracks. You talk about power, man. I, I did not expect this sound from Drake. I was kind of thrown off and was like wait this is a drake album it was not i don't know i was kind of shocked by it and then the at first i was like i don't think i like it and then the more i listened to it now i'm like okay i do like it i it it took me a minute but now i really like it yeah yeah and the fact that me breaking these records just zero pre-promotion just boom here's my album and then start sending records yeah the guy's got the magic touch yeah um and then finally this morning hollywood walk of fame is trending the 2023 inductees were announced there's going to be a total of 24 entertainers recognized the motion picture category they will be getting their stars on the hollywood walk of fame include people like uma thurman Vince Vaughn, Ludacris, and Bill Pullman. Paul Walker will also be honored posthumously. Um, the recording category includes the Jonas Brothers, Lenny Kravitz, Mark Anthony, Blake Shelton. And then in the TV category, the honorees include a director John Favreau, Mindy Kaling, Martin Lawrence, Ralph Macchio, and Ellen Pompeo. The ceremony dates have not yet been announced, but... To, um, but all you got to do is uh, 
stay tuned. They'll be uh, announcing those. I actually just looked. I totally messed up on my what's trending here. Yeah, yeah. The, cer- the ceremony dates have not been announced, and that's what's trending. It's uh, it's, they pay for that, right? They're sponsored. Even though they're sponsored to get that stuff, I just think it's cool when that happens for a celebrity or musician to get that spot. Oh, Hollywood yeah. It's quite an honor, yeah, for sure. It's a cool deal. All right, let's do this. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing Heads Up on this Monday morning, and we have a really neat prize for you. We have a pair of tickets to check out Perception. It's Perception Digital Art Experience at the museum in, in uh, the Winchester on June 23rd. That's this Thursday night. It's so cool. It's a new immersive experience. You're going to love it. And your tickets up for grabs right now. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Chris, how you doing this Monday morning? I am tired. Oh, same, same. <laughs> well, let's make, let's make you a winner. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am ready. Okay, let's get you uh, your categories. Do you want to go with uh, Sushi Dinner, Garfield the Cat, Milkshake, or roller coaster ride? Uh, go with the milkshake. Milkshake. Okay. National Vanilla Milkshake Day is on today. Oh, my goodness. Happy Vanilla Milkshake Day, guys. <laughs> um, these are all different kinds of beverages, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Chris, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're the big winner. You start now. Coke, Pepsi, 7-Up. Soda? Yep. This is what you would get at Starbucks. Coffee? Yes. Um, Red Bull is a kind of these. Energy drink? Yes. This is, um. you might drink the apple kind of this or, or in the fall. Juice? No, it's warm. Yeah. Uh, apple cider? Yes. Um, 2%. Skim. Hulk. Milk. Yes. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, there's a bag that you put in hot water. Tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Ooh, for someone who, for someone who's tired, you, you did exceptionally well this morning, Chris. Nice job. Thank you. Chris, he's got tickets to Perception Digital Art Experience at the museum in the Winchester this Thursday night. Leonardo, the Universal Man, really cool experience that you'll get to see. So congratulations to you, Chris. And then we're doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you and your tickets to go see Sting. Mix 94.1, it's 6.35, Monday morning. Thank you for joining us. If you ever want to reach out to the show, you can always call us or text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. I discovered a place this weekend that has lines, I think, all the time. I And, and I was kind of shocked by it. Is there a place in, in town that always has a line? Like, it, it's just that good. That there's always a line there. So last night uh, after dinner, it was for Father's Day. My husband he he wanted his round table pizza. That's his his Father's Day request, and it's his favorite pizza. So we got him round table, and I said afterwards, and you know, just want to end your day on a high note. Let's go get the ice cream for you. And he's like, Oh, that would be fantastic. Let's go get ice cream. So we all get in the car. 
take him to ice cream to this place he's been wanting to go to for such a long time. He always says, like, we got to go there. We got to go there. Everybody talks about this ice cream place. We got to go there. And I was like, we're going to go there. So it was so funny. The place is called Handles. Who's been to Handles before? Downtown Summerlin? Uh, no. Is there a Handles in downtown Summerlin? Where's Handles? Why, um, do, why do I know Handles? Down, it's like, um, it's in the southwest part of town, close to Gorman. Um, it's, I, I don't even remember the cross streets like uh, Tropicana and uh, what's the other one? Someone please tell me where it's handled. It's Tropicana and Fort Apache. Trop yes, and, uh, yes, uh, uh-huh. yes, like right around that area. No, 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 no. It's further down. It's not on Fort Apache and Tropicana. Anyway, let me find the cross streets of handles. So we go we're, we go to handles and he even made a, a comment when we were approaching there, when we were at the intersection and he goes, wow, this intersection's so dead. And I was like, nice. That probably means that there's no line. Um, so we pull in. It's Tropicana and Wallapai, by the way. So we pull in and I see like tons of people. And I'm like, there is no way. That line for handles went all the way from the ice cream shop, like down past the grocery store. What? And I was like, this is the line for that place? And he's like, oh, man, I really I, I was really hoping that, I, that this wouldn't happen. He's like, there's always I've heard there's always a line here. I'm like, this is insanity. I've never seen that. I'm like, well, do you want to wait in line? And he's like, honestly, no. <laughs> he's like, it's I, I just I, I don't. He's like, so we ended up going to Dairy Queen instead. <laughs> <laughs> Were they doing like a Father's Day promotion? Like dads get a free scoop of ice cream or something? Or there's no, always that long of a line. I handles. think there's always that long of a line. Of handles. Have, if, if anyone has been there before, is that the case? And is it that good? Because we've heard so many people talk about how great handles is. And I was like, we're going to go there and. We pull up. It, it was like a line for the new iPhone or something. I've never <laughs> a big shoe seen drop that. happening. Yeah, I've never seen that for an ice cream shop. And I get it. It's summer. It's Las Vegas. It wasn't super hot yesterday, but I just think everybody loves that place. So where where else is there always a line for? It's I I could not believe that. There's a place I've never tried it, but every every time I drive by it, at least twice a week, there's always a long line. It's on Las Vegas Boulevard in Convention Center Drive. Tacos El Gordo. Oh, yeah. There's always a line there. Always, always, always a line. No matter what time of day. It's usually in the afternoon when I'm going to Channel 8 to see it. That's when I see the line. But I've been there at other points on the weekend just doing random stuff down there. And there's always a line. What makes Tacos El Gordo so good and have such a long line out there every single time I drive by? It's I, I've heard that the tacos are absolutely phenomenal. And I think that there's more than one location, too, mm-hmm. so that you can go to, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, yeah, I've heard great things about Tacos El Gordo, too. It, it's just they say that it's just you're not going to get another taco like that. I kind of want to try it. Just wait till there's no line. I know. If, if that's ever the case. And there's no parking in that area, that spot, too. Parking is at a premium in that area right down there, too. So you have to park, I think, some maybe park at Resorts World and walk over. But always a line there at that taco place. Andrew just texted us. He says, brothers, always has a long line. Oh, you know what else does? You just jogged my memory, Andrew. Um, Raising Cane's always has a line. Yeah, you ever notice that? The one here on Sahara, uh, Sahara and um, Hualapai, but, but in the Sprouts Complex. Yes, that one. Oh, my And then gosh. the one on Lake Mead in 95. Uh, the, my gym used to be up there. And 
We'd, we'd have to run next to, right by Raising Cane's. It was torture. It was torture. We, so we'd be running, and I'm like, oh, it smells delicious. And you look, and there's just a line for that place. It was craziness. Uh, this one says, we went to Handel's last night around 7, and the line wasn't nearly as long. Okay, we were a little earlier. Maybe we should have waited. Uh, this one says, there's always a line at Handel's because they only have one window, and you can't go inside. Oh, Good to know. <laughs> I did not know that. This one says Handles is amazing. Go Tuesday for their single scoop special, but go early. Uh, this one says I, I shop at that Smith's a lot, and I've never seen that long of a line there before. Uh, Handles is amazing. Worth the wait. Went to Handles last night. It's so good. Everyone was everyone's texting us about Handles. Uh, in and out always has a line at their drive through. Yes. And then um, sorry, not sorry. Ice cream shop on Fort Apache and Flamingo is always busy, but always worth the wait. Best ice cream in Vegas. Okay, now I got another one on my list. That's uh, th- that's good to know. A backup option. Hit the hit handles. Handles is busy. Try this other one on the way home. There's some, a lot of places out there. I've never seen that before, but I also <laughs> didn't know you're not allowed to go in and that there's only a window. <laughs> so that makes sense now. That makes a lot of sense. We have a lot coming up on this Monday morning, including Beat Mercedes. This is your chance to win a $1,500 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. That happens at 7. And then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about Americans' fears. What are Americans? most afraid of and just in everyday life we'll talk about that coming up um also we're going to talk about uh some of the first date icks that people get bad enough to cancel a second date and uh let's see uh we got something else i gotta bring i gotta find it it's coming up in the hot three worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We have Beat Mercedes happening in less than 10 minutes. This is your chance to win a $1,500 diamond pendant from Michael Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So the next time you're supposed to help, you know, do something in the yard, just claim you have a deep-rooted fear of dirt. A new survey on phobias asked people what fears they have, how intense they are, how irrational and invasive they seem. They asked about more uh, more than 30 phobias and 83% of people had at least one. Now, there's common stuff. 30% said they're afraid of snakes. 28% said they're afraid of heights. 24% said spiders. 23% have a fear of public speaking and 21% are afraid of disease. But on the flip side, there was some strange stuff. 6% of People said they have a fear of dogs, which is understandable. Some are big and aggressive. 3%, though, said they're afraid of cats. And 3% said they're just scared of animals in general. 3% of people say they have a fear of bright lights. 2% have a foot phobia. And 2% are deathly afraid of dirt. I want who's afraid of dirt? Let us know. And why are you afraid of dirt? 6% of people say they're afraid of the dark. And 16% of people say they have no fears. They are oh. fearless. Yeah. When they, when asked for the intensity, though, out of all the fears, the people afraid of snakes were the most crazy about it. Fear of flying was the next most intense, followed by the fear of fire, cats, and fear of large bodies of water. Yeah, I'm there with the with the ocean. I used to, I, I love, go, I enjoy going in the ocean, but it's in the back of my mind. You just can't see what's underneath you. You don't know what's out there. It's so dark and murky. I don't know if there's a fish next to me, a shark, a jellyfish. Lord knows what's out there because you can't see anything. It's just too cold for me. Yeah, that too. <laughs> the ones I, that I've been to, and I know there are warmer oceans and warmer bodies of water, but every time I've gone and, and gotten in the ocean or at least put my feet in, I'm like, it's freezing. This is not enjoyable to me. Cold, salty. <laughs> I like looking at you. I don't like getting in you. <laughs> Tossed around like a rag doll with some of those waves in the undercurrent. It's dangerous out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, with skipping out on the right. day. Not the day at the beach. I like the day at the beach, but I don't like the day in the beach or in the water. Yeah, maybe wade in just a little bit to cool off and get out. Yes. Um, There's a new online poll on first date deal breakers, and it asks if any of them are bad enough to immediately eliminate the chance of a second date. They're called first date icks. Like when you get the icks from someone, it's like, okay, what what are your first date icks? Is there anything that has ever happened to you on a first date that it completely warranted you just being like, no way. There's just no future on this one. No, thank you. Uh, I remember a girl, we went out, and she was rude to the uh, the, the server. I remember we went, we went to P.F. Chang's. This was late 90s. Big, fancy dinner at P.F. Chang's. That's the, remember, there used to be a P.F. Chang's on Paradise, like Paradise and Flamingo? Yeah. Uh, that was the P.F. Chang's we went to because I walked there from my apartment, and she was just mean. She was just mean to the servers. I'm like, ah, I just let the bad taste in my mouth. I, I think we did do a second date, but I went to that with just a bad attitude, and that was it. Yeah, so it, there's there's little things that you're like, okay, done. 81% of people said it's the last date if they chew with their mouth open. That you're you're one and done on that one. For 79% of people, they said it's a no a no go if they order for you without your permission. Oh, she will have this, and I will have that. It's like so rude. Uh, 57% said they're done if the date keeps saying teehee every time you say something mildly funny. <laughs> I actually understand this one. When when they just constantly laugh and you're like, it, it wasn't that funny. Just let me finish talking. Or they, you know, they keep jumping in. There's ah, somebody. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is a genuine laugh, by yeah. the way, that. Uh, the teehee. 
Uh, 56% of people say they're shutting it down if they mention an X multiple times. And 52% of people say it is a no-go if they can't stop making sexual jokes and innuendo. <laughs> hey. you, you'd be out immediately, like, JC. Uh, yeah. Look at that cucumber. <laughs> you've got the, you've got the, the sexual innuendo icks. <laughs> She'll take two cucumbers. I'm ordering for her. I'm going to make jokes about those cucumbers, too. <laughs> and then laugh at all of her jokes. Uh, Teehee. Teehee. <laughs> is that the... Yeah, one more, right? Yeah, one okay. more. Finally, this morning, uh, Jen Begakis claims she ordered a leather chair from Amazon, but then she found a very unsettling addition to the package when she took it out of the box. She said, if I told you the leather chair I ordered from Amazon was packaged with a blood collection tube that is full would you believe me? She posted this on Twitter. She says, because I'm at a loss for words. I'm as terrified as I am confused. She added a 24-second video of the box and a vial of the blood to the tweet. She later updated followers on her blood saga, alleging she had heard from Amazon but reportedly hasn't heard from them again. Since initially tweeting the video, her tweet has been retweeted Thousands of times, thousands of likes in the video posted online. She films the cardboard box on the floor, showing bubble wrap piece, chair pieces on the floor before displaying the single vial in the box, which appears to be indeed full of blood. She says Amazon emailed me last night and it's expedited to the top priority, but I haven't heard anything since. So the vial is in the same spot from last night. Very, very scary. Yeah, it is a full vial, too. I mean, how does that even get in there from Amazon? I, I nobody orders full vials of blood, do they? And they don't ship them. <laughs> and if they do, is that um, part of Amazon Prime, or do you have to just wait longer? Can you for that get that one? within a couple hours. Oh, oh, that's scary stuff, right that there. That is really gross. Okay, here we go. It's time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a fifteen hundred dollar diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. Can you identify a song? Faster than Mercedes. It's, uh, you got to know your music. That's for sure. Doing this for as long as we've done it, I've heard a few songs and I've gotten to know a few songs. But can you guess it? Faster than I can. If you think you can, then this is your chance. I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot of pressure on me now to get it, but I actually will not be sad if I lose. Cool I'll leave it at that. I mean, Michael E. Menden, I mean, every time he, every Monday he must be, oh my gosh, it's getting bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah, right? <laughs> you want to do a test run here so everyone sees how it works? Sure. Okay, sure. Mercedes, take off your headphones so you can't hear. I'll bring in Steph. Hey, Steph, how's it going? Hey, good morning. You have a nice weekend? I did have a wonderful, relaxing weekend. Beautiful. So I'm going to start a song. As soon as you know it, say, got it. I'll stop the song. You have five seconds to identify correctly by artist and title, okay? Okay. All right, let me uh, reset some clocks here. And start your song now. Oh, boy. Uh, got it. Go ahead. Elton John. Yes. Candle in the wind. You are correct. You are correct. 10.3 seconds, though. Yo, yeah. yeah, that's not that much. Let's bring in Mercedes over here. Let's see if she can beat you. Hello. Hello. All right. You ready? Yes. As soon as you know it, say got it. You got five seconds to give me the artist and title, and you start now. Oh, got it. 
Go ahead. Um, Elton John, Candle in the Wind. You are correct. You did it in 3.3 seconds. Ooh. And Steph, she did it in 10.3 seconds. Ooh. So, Mercedes, you won the warm-up round. You know what? I almost guessed a different song based on that. I almost said, got it. I, I almost thought it was um, Lean On Me. <laughs> like, like, I heard that first. Oh. And I, I was about to say got it, but I was like, no, I, I'm going to give myself a, oh my gosh, I just had a heart attack. I almost just lost there. But you did it, though. It, it can happen, though. It can happen. <laughs> That's how it works. Caller 20, you're playing. 702-364-9400. 94.1, it's 7.02, and it is Minden Monday. That means it is time to play Beat Mercedes. Can you guess a song faster than I can? If you are good at music, you are good at, like, Beat Shazam, then you've got a chance. Enough for grabs today from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. We have a 1500 It's 1500 right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. $1,500 diamond pendant. Our contestant is T. Hi, T. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. Did you have How a good you guys? We are great. Did you have a good weekend? Awesome weekend. Okay. Well, are you refreshed, ready to go? You ready to beat me on this Monday Monday? I hope so. I hope so too. I really want someone to win this. This is very exciting. Okay, I am going to step away. Um uh, and uh good luck. Uh, may the force Thank be with you. you and all that good stuff. Okay. Um I'm going. Goodbye. All right, T, she is stepping away. You ready to do, to do this this morning? I think so. All right, I'm bringing Steph right now as well. So we're going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. And you have five seconds to identify correctly by artist and title. I'm going to give you some sample audio. I just want to make sure you can hear everything, okay? Okay. Let me know you can hear this music bed playing down the phones. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so next one will actually be the song, the contest, okay? As soon as you know it, say got it, all right? All right. And you start now. Got it. Go on. Got it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it is the Goo Goo Dolls Iris. It's it's Google. I'm covering the mic in case Mercedes reads lips. It's Google Doll's name. It's not Iris. Oh. It's name. So good. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna put you on hold. Let's let's bring it. Mercedes could get it wrong. You never know. Hold on one second. Bring in Mercedes over here. Whew. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. So intense. It's intense really this game. Great Monday too. It's, it's hard on the heart sometimes. Oh, let me turn her mic on. All right. You ready uh, over there? Yes, I'm ready. All right, Mercedes. Um, okay. Start the song. So you know what you say? Got it. Let me reset some clocks here. Okay. And you start now. Got it. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls name. You are correct. And you identified <sighs> it in two seconds. Okay. Now, T, she to- stopped the clock at 3.3 seconds. She had the band, but not the name. So, Mercedes, you once again are oh! the big one. She did not know the song? She said Iris. Oh, it sounds like Iris. It does. It does sound like Iris. I can totally understand that. T, I'm so sorry. It's so bittersweet. I don't like seeing people lose, but at the same time, I'm very excited because 
the jackpot just increases. This diamond pendant gets bigger and bigger. So now we are at $1,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. I love this. This, oh. is so, this game is so much fun. For the warm-up round, to you playing, uh, the, the lucky listener that gets to challenge you, it's a blast listening it's to this game. It's getting intense, though. It's really getting intense. I feel like I'm screw up here. No, <laughs> you're on fire. $1,600. Oh. And someone wake up Michael E. Menden. Oh. I know. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> he just spit out his coffee. Oh. We do it every Monday. Now, coming up next, we do have The Dirt. Remember when Adele canceled her residency, but she promised it would still happen this year? Well, it's not looking so good. We've got some details coming up in about seven minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Beyonce's new album is called Renaissance. It is coming out July 29th. And now we know she's releasing her first signal uh, single tonight at midnight Eastern time. It's called Breaking My Soul. So come tomorrow, we'll have new music from Beyonce. Looking forward to it. That's going to be huge. Hearing some rumors about the album, they're saying that it might include some dance songs, a country song, and that Ryan Tedder helped her write a song. Did you bring... We interviewed Ryan Tedder. We did a Zoom interview with him. Didn't you bring that up or allude to that? I want to go back and listen to that interview because I felt like that something like that came up in the interview. You brought it up. And- well, he's written for Beyonce a bunch of mm-hmm. times before. He's, he, I mean, some of some of her biggest hits, he's got a writing credit on. So I'm not, I'm not surprised at all on that one. Halo was one of them, and I know he worked on. But I want to go back and listen. I felt like for some reason he was hinting at something and Maybe. we're on to something. And, and, uh, and sure enough, here it comes. So, yeah, new music from Beyonce comes out midnight tonight, Eastern Time. So Adele fans have been anxiously awaiting word of her rescheduled Las Vegas residency. But there's a new report claiming that the shows may in jeopardy, maybe in jeopardy once again. So Adele had promised the shows would happen this year. Now, the Sun claims that's looking more and more unlikely, especially since staff at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace have been told they are laid off for the summer. Is that true? Ooh. Anyone work there? Is that is that the case? Is that regard is that for everything or just regarding Adele's residency? They were told they won't be needed uh, to come back until Rod Stewart's residency begins in September. Now there's reports that claimed Adele's show is moving across the street to Planet Hollywood, but the Sun says that venue is booked until about Christmas time with other residencies from stars like John Legend and Shania Twain. Wow. So, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's much of a priority anymore. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like it's just going to go away. You know, yeah. it's going to kind of fade away in, in years now. Like, remember that Adele? She knew that residency. Britney Spears. So she deactivated her Instagram account. But before she did that, she she was using it to speak her truth about her conservatorship and the treatment that she endured at the hands of her family, especially her father, Jamie Spears. Well, now Jamie wants to take Britney to court over this. Jamie filed legal documents last week requesting his daughter be deposed because of all the attacks she's made on him publicly. Jeez, this is just getting worse and worse. It doesn't end, right? You figure it'd be over by now with the conservatorship coming to an end, but the stuff keeps getting worse and worse and keeps stuff keeps happening. The poor girl. Uh, do you save ticket stubs? You go to a concert or, or an event? Do you save the ticket stubs? Well, back I, when we had ticket see, stubs. I was like, I have not had a t- an actual ticket. They're all like on my phone now. So yes. no, <laughs> I don't have any ticket stubs. Let's go back to a time when we had ticket stubs. <laughs> you actually would get a physical ticket to show the venue your ticket to get in. When we used to do that, did you save them? Uh, no, I wasn't big on that. Uh, my husband does, though. I, I've never done that. There's a ticket stub from Michael Jordan's first ever game as a UNC Tar Heel. 
and it just hit the auction block. And it's believed to be the only one in existence. So this is from a game back in November of 1981, UNC versus Kansas. This was Jordan's debut in college basketball. They're saying this ticket's going to sell for around $10,000. It would get more, but the thing is in awful condition. But still, $10,000 for a ticket from 1981 is not bad. That's, yeah, not bad at all. Wow. And then earlier this year, the a Chicago Bulls ticket stub from Jordan's 84 debut. They say there's only 23 of them out there remaining still. That sold for $99,000. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Like, I, what are you going to do with it? Just frame it or what? Yeah, if you get it. I, I saved them back in the day. I used to save them. And I used to have, like, a scrapbook and stuff. But I just stopped saving them. And like you said, yeah, when's the last time you actually had a physical ticket in your hand? Exactly. Well, we were just talking about her. Here she is, Adele. Now, next hour, speaking of concerts and shows, Sting. We have your tickets to go see Sting at 825. And those are yours when you win. Heads up. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It is Monday, 728. Thank you guys for joining us. Who watched Sesame Street as a kid? I did. Did you watch Sesame Street? Oh, yeah. Whole family did. I I mean, that was like a highlight. And it's still on to this day, which is really cool. But did you know that we were all missing out? On a very special episode of Sesame Street. Oh. You know when there's like those special episodes that there's something serious that's discussed? And there's been serious topics discussed on Sesame Street. Don't get me wrong. But um, apparently there was an episode of Sesame Street from 1976 that that's been lost. And it's made its way online. And it was removed for being... Too scary for kids. Can you imagine an episode of, of Sesame Street that was too scary? What would have to be on it to make it super scary? We're talking 1976. Did something bad happen to Big Bird or one of the main characters on the show? Was there something drastic? I, I will say that I was just always scared of Oscar the Grouch because he was so mean. He was mean. So I, I, I think every episode basically scared me. But but alas, no, it was actually scarier than than any of those things. It was it it received so many parent complaints in 76 because parents said they that their kids were freaked out by it. What was too scary for kids that it was shelved for 50 years? Well, um apparently it involved the Wizard of Oz. So, do you know who Margaret Hamilton is? She was the mean witch, was she not? She was the wicked witch of the East and she or the West, or the East. Which one was she? She's the West. She was the West. <laughs> yeah. the West. And she appeared on the episode, and it scared kids so bad. So uh, on the show, she loses her broomstick on Sesame Street. So she has to learn the importance of the, using the word please, and and treating others with respect, so that she can get it back. And I think just the mere sight of her scared kids way too much. She was, she freaked me out. I remember the she kid. She was terrifying. Seeing the Wizard of Oz for the first time, I was freaked out by her. And then she rolls on a Sesame Street. And if she's in full character and having an issue over her lost broom, I probably would be freaked out. We actually have, Steph found the 15 second clip from that episode. So here is a part of that episode. Okay. Calm down. Let me have you it. can't have the Let broom have until it. you call. Let me have it. You can't have the broom until you show me a little respect. Oh, yes, I can. No, you can't. Oh, I forgot. I can't so much as lay a finger on that broom as long as somebody else is holding on to it. Oh, my gosh. That actually scared yeah. me as an adult. 
How, how can, your chest is tight. Can you imagine as a five-year-old child or how, you know, four years old you're watching it and then this evil witch is trying to shock Big Bird with its powers? But I love how Big Bird stood right up to her. Is that Big Bird she's you, talking to? Yeah, you can't have it. You have to show me some respect. But could you then, she's in full makeup, full character doing that thing. I'd be freaked oh. out too. I'd be, I'd be crying over this whole thing. I wouldn't finish it. That is really, really scary. What Was there something that just really scared you as a kid as far as like something on TV that you were so scared when you saw it? It was... It, it still is something that gives you nightmares. I'm going to play some audio. Tell me if this show freaked you out a little bit. Okay. Yes. Unsolved Mysteries. Yep. Oh, was, my gosh. Is it Robert Stack was the guy that would walk out? It was all dark and smoky. And he'd come walking out and tell you about the, the mysteries that were taking place. And sometimes, I mean, there was some heavy stuff they were dropping on that show. Yeah, and it was like... Oh, it scared me so bad just because sometimes they'd be like, that person is still at large, and if you see this person, please reach out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and same thing with the other show. Um, was it America's Most Wanted? And they talk about the crime that they committed, and then same thing, and they're still at large. If you have any information that can lead to the rest, arrest of this person, contact the FBI. I'm just like... I would be so terrified. Sometimes they would do an update on oh. America's Most Wanted. I love the updates. They do the story, and then John Walsh would, would pop on. We have an update. Thanks to you, the viewers, this scumbag has been caught. Oh. We caught him in Florida, and he's going to jail. That, like, was, yeah. that was a good update to have. What What was the show or the thing, the movie that just terrified you as a kid? Do you have one? Those are two big ones. And then also... Do you remember, I remember the first time I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Melting Faces. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I was disgusted. I thought I was going to throw up. And now I watch it and it's just really bad special effects. <laughs> it's, just a, it's a candle <laughs> melting. But that, I, I remember seeing that in the theaters and my, my cousin and my sister freaking out. And of course, I freaked out too. That's You didn't see that coming as a little kid? Yeah. It's a face melting in front of you. That was really scary. I'll hit you with a couple more TV themes. Um, this one here. X-Files. I never watched that one. Was it scary? I never saw an episode. I saw the movie when it came out. And was it like a smoking man and stuff like that? But I know it was some heavy, like intense stuff. Um, this older one. Twilight Zone. Again, didn't really watch it. Knew of it. Steph, what was it for you that would give you nightmares? Those two you just named, X-Files and Twilight Zone. Oh, X-Files, I remember this one episode when I was a kid. I was watching with my parents. There was a worm stuck on someone's back, and if the they pinned him down so that the worm would take over when it got to its brain. So <sighs> the people had to save him and unpin him from the bed. And take out the worm from his back. What? It was some crazy stuff. Nightmares, I'm telling you. That is that is actually giving me nightmares, and I've never even seen it. Yeah. <laughs> this text just came in. It says Candyman. Remember that one? Oh my gosh! That it says Candyman traumatized me. I was afraid to use a public bathroom for a long time. I was afraid I was gonna get my wee wee cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen in the movie? I don't remember. I just remember you just don't look in the mirror and say Candyman. Was it three times? Three times, I think, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, one of my girlfriends at a slumber party did it once, and I started crying. I had to go home. I was so scared. I was just convinced Candyman was going to show up at the party. How did that phone call go? Mom, Dad, you picked me up. What happened? I, she I, said Candyman. I actually lived right behind her, so just I just walked up. home. My mom's like, what are you doing here? I was like, Meh. I wanted to cry. Well, if you want to see that full episode of Sesame Street, they have it up on Reddit, so you can check it out. And coming up next, we have the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, the weekends. Just coming off of the weekend and why women need the weekend more than men will tell you. Also, doing this before you go shopping makes you spend more money and how a man was cured of his $700 a month Pepsi addiction. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right, so this morning, let's talk about uh, the weekend. The weekend was all about dads, but we might want to start treating every other weekend like Mother's Day because a new study found women need downtime on weekends even more than men do. In general, weekends are when most of us have The least amount of stress. But researchers found that there's an even more dramatic shift for women. They think it's because women tend to juggle more things throughout the week and don't have as much downtime in general. So finding more of it is important and kicking back on the weekends is essential. Do you feel like you get enough downtime on the weekends? Um, well, I mean, I'd always love more, but Mm -hmm. I do look very much look forward to the weekends just because of the downtime. And sometimes I feel bad, like come Monday morning, I'm like... 
Wow, I didn't really do much, but it that, I liked it that way. I liked just, you know, hanging out, you know, catching up on shows, sleeping. Yeah, it, that's good enough for me. We have such a busy week. We have meetings, appointments, this, that, and everything. And it's nice to have a day or two where just you can do whatever if you want. If you want to wake up and binge some shows, do it. Or if you want to take a nap, do it. Or do, do whatever. It's nice to have those days where there's... You know, almost like not a care in the world. You have responsibilities, but you're not you're not with have to stick to a certain schedule as you do during the week. I uh, I do get a little a little upset with myself though because you know this this dang Apple Watch. I don't know if anyone else feels kind of like a slave to it, but you know I have my move goal for the day, and it's like you know move this much, and you want to hit a certain number. So I have my number that I want to hit, and on Saturday it's like one o'clock, and I'm at like 60, 60 calories for the day, like literally did nothing at all. And I got to hit like almost 500. So I'm just like, oh, gosh, what am I going to do? So, you know, then four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm doing a a Peloton class for 45 minutes. (laughs) So I can hit like I got to do something. Otherwise, I'm not going to hit my move goal for the day. It's it's such I'm such a slave to it. It's ridiculous. It's the I'm I'm there with you in the weekend workouts during the week. I work out in the afternoon and and everything's fine in the weekends. I like to get it done first thing in the morning because yeah, I like the feeling after I work out. Then if I'm just kind of sitting around, I feel better about myself knowing that I worked out in the morning. But but if I don't for some reason can't work out in the morning and it's one, two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. That is the most painful thing in the world. Trying to get yourself to the gym so what or am do I a Peloton doing with things. my life. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to go. And you know. get there and like, oh, this stinks. Why am I here? It's a whole thing. Also this morning, here's an easy way to save some money. The next time you're shopping, don't drink coffee. A new study found it makes you spend more. Researchers offered 300 people a free drink while they shopped, and each person got a cup and could choose between coffee, decaf, or water. About half of them chose coffee, and by the end, the coffee drinkers had spent 50% more money, and they bought 30% more stuff. They think it's because caffeine makes us more energetic and more impulsive, and this seems to back that up. The people who drank coffee tended to buy far more non-essential items that they didn't really need. In other words, impulse purchases. So it, it's so fun to go grab a Starbucks and then go mm. shopping. Maybe you should get the Starbucks after you're done shopping. Yeah, we walk in there tired. You know you're going into the mall, fashion show mall, to go. You get, to get a pair of pants. You know the pair of pants you want. And you're tired. You go in there, you find me, you buy me, get out. You walk in there caffeinated, full of energy. Well, I might as well go to Macy's Men. I need a shirt. Let me try that. Next thing you know, you're there for a long time. You spend more money. Yeah, you got that energy. You're, you're able to go a lot longer than before. Uh, finally, this morning, you might expect this number from a drug habit. But the drug, it, it's it, it's definitely an interesting one of choice. A 41-year-old guy in Wales named Andy Curry says he finally kicked his addiction to Pepsi that was costing him over $700 a month. Ooh. Yeah, he got hooked on it 20 years ago. He's been drinking it all day, every day since then. He works at a grocery store, so he's had easy access. Until recently, he drank up to 10 liters of Pepsi a day. He says he was spending around $8,600 a year or more than $700 a month on it, which is roughly 25 bucks a day on Pepsi. And if you look at over the course of 20 years, we're talking more than $170,000. So he realized he needed help when his weight kept ticking up and he... He passed the 250 pound mark. That's when he was like, okay, his doctor was worried about diabetes. 
the 220,000 cans of Pepsi he's had contained the equivalent of about 7 million sugar cubes. So he recently saw a hypnotist and he says they knocked it out in one session. One session, this lifelong addiction, he says he's not sure what they did, but he did not want Pepsi after that. He says it wasn't even in person. They did this on Zoom and it still worked. After their session, he drank his first glass of water in 20 years and he has not gone back. He says he's dropped over 40 pounds already and feels a lot better. You hear these stories of hypnotizing and hypnosis working for people quitting smoking. Mark Savard, good friend of the show, he's got a program where he trains people to quit smoking through hypnosis. And then he hypnotized you once and you thought you were the rock. And you were, I mean, I was impressed with your uh, impression of the rock. It's just crazy how they can get in your mind like Mm -hmm. that. And I, I, but you have to be open, open minded to it. You have to be open to it because I, I was. And I think if you are hesitant or you, kind of uh you don't believe in it then it just it makes it harder for for it to actually work on you you have to be very open do you remember i think it was a radio truth or dare or something when he came and did that do you remember like afterwards after the fact did you remember what you had done or it's just like you came to and like whoa what did i do because it was hysterical i remember um i i remember doing this stuff too but it felt like that twilight sleep where you're you're asleep, but you're you still are aware of what's going on around you. That's what it was like. I, I felt like half awake, half asleep. So I do remember it. It was just weird. But yeah, it's it's crazy. The power of, of hyp- hypnosis. It's nuts. It works. So next hour here, eight o'clock hour, we're doing heads up at 825. And when you win it, we have tickets for you to go see Sting. And by hold on, Mix 94.1, it is 7.58, Monday morning, coming off the weekend. Happy belated Father's Day to all you dads out there. I hope you guys were spoiled yesterday and every day, but uh, it was a, a beautiful weekend, too. It wasn't too hot. It was just, like, perfect this weekend. Yeah, weather was awesome this weekend. I saw the, the weirdest thing happen on Sunday, Father's Day. It was early in the morning, going to the gym, <clears throat> Excuse me, and I'm, I'm pulling out my neighborhood, Pulling up the intersection, I'd be making a left, and I see up ahead of me a car, a red car pulling out of the neighborhood. It just catches my eye, and it turn, it makes the turn really sharp, and it jumps the curb and runs into the bushes. So then I kind of slow down. Instead of making my turn, I'm kind of watching what this car is doing. It's sitting there for a second, so then I start to drive over to see if this person is okay. And as I'm driving over, this person guns it and plows through these huge bushes outside of the neighborhood, lands back on the street. I look, it's this young girl, teenage girl. She has has kind of a a panicked look in her face, and then she just keeps on driving like nothing happened. Just keeps on driving. There was definitely some damage done in the bottom of her car. She wiped out this bush. So I turned around, made a U-turn. I started to to follow her because I wanted to see if she was okay. We pulled up to an intersection. She's going left, and I I get behind her. She turns left. I turn left, too, and I just wanted to make sure... She had some kind of medical episode. Was she wasted? What's going on? And we get to the next light. She turns right and I turn right. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and follow this girl because I'm probably freaking her out. It might cause her to drive, drive even more erratic than she's driving right now. And so I kind of just let her go. But it was one of these things. That she looked like a first-time driver, like an early driver. It was definitely an incident that happened to her on Sunday. That's uh, that's kind of scary. I think once you realize that you here you are. 16 or 17 or however old you are when when you finally get your your license you realize like wow i have control of this huge heavy motor vehicle sometimes just all that power kind of 
freaks you out. You know, I I remember driving the first time it hit me and it was just like, it made me nervous to drive. I would drive so slow. I never had an incident like that, you know, knock on wood, but I definitely can understand just being overwhelmed by the whole situation. And and that's what it looked like too. When she first hit the bush, she probably, I think she just took the turn. She's turning right out out of the development onto the street. And it just looks like she took the turn too tight and and she hit the bush and instead of stopping and backing out of it her just initial reaction was got it and she did and that bush is gone and part of the bottom of the car was torn up it looks like and then i just envisioned her she probably just went about her way did her errands whatever she did but then coming home to in her parents seeing it like what happened oh i hit a bush what bush the bush outside the neighborhood was oh. there damage to the car it looked like it when she came down it looked like something bounced off the car and Ooh. i went back and that that bush she wiped that thing out that bush is gone yikes did you have any sort of a first time driving incident i i'm trying to think i did not you know what the one thing that did happen and um i was pulling into the, the school parking lot for football practice so the parking lot was this big open parking lot and i i, I got it driving up to like one of the front spots and the gas pedal got stuck on the car and I didn't know what to do. Like the gas pedal is stuck. First time, you know, I'm 16. This is the first time ever happening. So I hit the brakes. And as hitting the brakes, I start doing this, these burnouts. <laughs> Tires are spinning. <laughs> and my buddies are like, yeah, you go, Jason. They think I'm doing burnouts by design. Like, I didn't know what to do. Oh. Ended up throwing the thing in park and then turning it off. And it was freaky because I've never had an accelerator get stuck before. That is really scary. I mean, what what else could you do? I'm surprised you were able to think so quickly to put it in park because I don't think I would have thought of that. I would have been, I don't know, I would have looked for the softest thing to hit to stop me. <laughs> well, I was reading afterwards, if it happens, you know, after again, you're supposed to stomp on the accelerator a couple times. If it's stuck, hopefully stomping on it will get will loosen it. And then if not, put the car in neutral. Oh, yeah. And let it just kind of stop on its own. Yeah, neutral, then you can break. But oh. I didn't think of that at the time. I'm like, put my foot on the brake. And so it looks like I'm doing burnouts, everybody. Put it in park and, and do that. Steph, did you have a first time driving incident? Oh, that was bad. I was pulling out of a gas station right before school started. So I was still in high school. I was at a gas station and the gas station was divided by the parking lot with a like a cemented divider. And so I'm driving, I'm pulling out of the gas station and I drive completely over the divider like a boom, 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 boom. Oh my god. And I was so scared. I looked around to make sure that I didn't, you know, I didn't hurt anyone or it was just me involved in the thing. Later on, my car, I found out, got punctured from the bottom of the car and gas was leaking, but my meter for the gas was still showing that I had gas. So I had to eventually pull over because I, I was like my my car wasn't um, moving anymore when I punched the gas. And I'm like, what's going on? I had insurance come out. Someone towed my car. And they said, you had a huge puncture. You must have driven some- over something because it's leaking a ton of gas. I was like, oh, it must have been that time I driven over the gas divider. It was so embarrassing. Luckily, I paid for everything and the car was okay and I'm okay. But it's funny. If that would have happened today, there'd be someone out there with a hose siphoning everything <laughs> that you just lost on the street. Like, let me some of this. <laughs> Suck it back yeah. That's, uh, leaking gasoline. That's that's dangerous. It is. It is. And you bet I believe after that incident, I was two hands on the wheel, 10 and two, yes. everything, everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. You ever drive off with the gas pump still in the car? No. Who does that? Laura did it once. Oh, I mean, yes. <laughs>
They're tearing away now, so I guess it happens a lot because if you drive off, it it just rips it out before you'd be causing lots of damage. But she was working here at the radio station, and she it was this gas station up the street. She drove off and drove back here to the radio station and pulled in, and everyone's like, ah! taking pictures. And then uh, one of our coworkers, Kirk, went back with her to the gas station like, um... I think this belongs to you. Yeah, I'd like to make a return. <laughs> and they just went out, and there wasn't. It is, I guess they popped the thing back on, but they now those gas the hose it just it just pops off right now. But. Yeah, I've seen that happen to people before. It's it, it's funny, but it's also scary because like I didn't know if the place was gonna blow up or what yeah, was gonna happen after yeah. that. And then you got the hose, and there was a little yeah. actually damaged uh, some scrapes or a car because that hose was and it squirted. It does squirt a little bit of gas when that happened. Well, at least when I saw it the one time it, it happened, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> No one light a match. What's happening? Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we're doing Heads Up right around 825. And when you win Heads Up, we have tickets for you to go see Sting. It's all on the way. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And it's just about seven minutes, those tickets for you to go see Sting. If you ever want to call us or text us, you can do that at 702-364-9400. That is our number. We get your texts. They come straight to us. Have you ever made a bad first impression on someone or or have you ever had someone just completely spoil something for you? I feel like I feel like me and my husband might have made a really bad first impression, especially my husband over the weekend, because we went to my my friend's house. She invited us over. She invited some other um, people over for just like a barbecue on Saturday night. And we were really looking forward to it. And as we, um, as we park in her neighborhood, we had to park kind of far away because there were some other cars by our house. And this, this other couple parked right behind us. And we start walking and they start walking. And I, I looked at them and I was like, I think we're going to the same place. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I think we are too. So I introduced myself. I'm like, this is my husband, Matt. And they're like, hi, we're so-and-so and so-and-so. And so we, we met them. We talk uh, to them as we walk up to the door and then we all go in together. So just super sweet couple, really nice. And um, we're all in the backyard and we're all talking and eating. And the woman says to me, do you guys watch Peaky Blinders? And I looked at my husband because it was just so weird because we just started watching the final season this weekend. And I go, oh, my gosh, yes, we love that show. We just started watching the final season. She's like, oh, my gosh, it is so good. I was like, I know, right? Love that show. Her husband's like, oh, we're obsessed with it. It's so good. And then Matt goes, yeah, we're on the episode where, and then he he says this major spoiler. He goes, yeah, we were watching last night, and we ended on the episode where blank, 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 blank. And the woman's face just goes white. Her jaw drops. Her eyes get big. She goes, we haven't started this season yet. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Ugh. And And I was like, and my husband goes, oh, I thought you guys had already started watching it. And she's like, no. And after that, I think she was mad at us the rest of the night. Worst first impression ever. She was she was devastated. I, I it was a pretty big thing that he revealed. I was I was like, oh no. Did he try to recover? Uh just kidding, guys. Uh no, I tried to recover for him. He was kind of like, Well, I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> Cats out of the like, bag now. What, what could he do? Yeah. yeah. But I was like, but there's so much oh it's so good you'll you'll love it I, you know and and she was just like no it you know and and i i could just tell really bad first impression <laughs> after that it was different <laughs> i felt really bad have you ever made a bad first impression on accident 
I mean, I don't know people who try to make a bad first impression, but you know, it was like one of those things where, wait, this is not really me. I'm so sorry. Oh, I just, I felt so bad after that. I witnessed a bad, bad in first impression that, that took place a couple of years ago, but you, you Matt had the, the, the double whammy of, of just, I mean, the gave away in any one of the shows that they're watching too. That's, oh, how do you recover it, from that? And it was, it was a bad one. Oh, was it? Oh, oh. I was just like, oh. <laughs> did, you, did you talk to them? Did your conversation end and you kind of went your separate ways to the party like, at that I'm point? I was like, I'm going to go inside and get a drink. Does anybody want anything? <laughs> Mercedes going straight I to car. came back. I was like, I, I don't know what to say at this point. Uh, this text came in just now. It says, I always make a bad first impression. I have what they call RBF. And so unless I'm smiling like an idiot all the time, I look angry. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people suffer from that. And it's, you got to give someone the chance. You got to, even if they have RBF, you got to give them a chance, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We did a, uh, we went to Napa, gosh, maybe five, six years ago for Thanksgiving, this wine tasting. And um, we rented a big house. And it was all a big circle of friends. And our one friend's like, oh, we have our friends, Rick and Becky, that are going to come join us because there's some room in the house. And we're all like, who's Rick and Becky? We all know each other. It's a circle of friends. And then there's a new a couple coming in. Like, all right, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They vouch for Rick and Becky. I'm sure they're a super nice couple. Well, that afternoon, Becky had a lot of wine. And we got back to the house, and we're eating like a Thanksgiving dinner we had set up. And Becky proceeded to get sick, and she got sick bad everywhere. Just bleh. At the dinner table? At the house, oh. upstairs. Just vomited everywhere, everywhere. So that happens. And then Rick, her husband, is so intoxicated, he can't clean it up oh. from the wine tasting. So now other people in the house are cleaning up Rick and Be- clean up Becky's vomit. Rick can't do it because he's intoxicated. Talk about a bad first impression. She ends up, you know, going to bed. He goes to bed. They sleep it off the next morning. They just, they felt like, they felt so bad. And they're apologizing. She's like, no, they don't drink that much. I'm like, well, yeah, we drink a lot. That's probably why you were vomiting. Oh, my god! And he was gosh. like, I'm sorry I didn't clean it up. Well, yeah, I do. Your wife was vomiting. I mean, we had to clean it up. Come ne- on, Rick. Never inviting you ever again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no to sell. Rick and Becky. Rick and Becky are not coming to the party. It was just. And then Rick wouldn't clean it up. It was a whole thing, Mercedes, I tell you. Okay, so this is actually really funny. This uh, text that just came in, it says, when people tell me they just started Grey's Anatomy, I tell them, let me know when you get to the episode that Bailey dies in. She's still alive today, 18 seasons later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm thinking, which one's Bailey? Because there are a lot of deaths in that show. But just the fact that be like, what? She, what? And oh, you know, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> keep watching. Just keep watching. The, the Although I feel like that's kind of a spoiler too, Michael, who just said that in, that she's still alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Because there, ma- there are some major deaths on that show. I just don't watch it anymore. I just... There was I, I'm not going to say what episode I s- stopped in because there there was a major thing that happened. And when it happened, I was like, eh, OK, I'm good. I'm done with this one. <laughs> yeah, we topped that a couple of years ago. Then we went back and we started to rewatch it again from the beginning. Like, oh, this is so good. It's so good. And then we got to the same point where you tapped out the first time. We tapped out again. Well, you should str- you should try Peaky Blinders. Like I said, the last season just uh, just started or they just came out with the final season. And it's so good. But I have to watch that show with the subtitles on because the. The accents are so thick. Sometimes I'm like, what did they just say? And I love the way they say the F word because it just, it it sounds so funny. It it like, it rhymes with with book, the the way they say it, 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 but with an F. Uh It's just so cute. It's so endearing. It's the horse betting world? Is that what it is? No, no, no. It's it's gangsters. Gangsters, okay. Yeah, it's really good. All right, here we go. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. Your caller 20 
you get to play Heads Up, we have a really, really cool prize for you. We have your pair of tickets right now to see Stings, my songs, the Las Vegas residency. He just announced new shows for this residency. And if you are ready to hang out and check out some of his amazing songs, your ticket's available right now. Just be caller 20. You're picking your partner. You're picking your category. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hi, Michelle. Hi. You good are, morning. Good morning. You're caller 20. Woo. You ready to do this? I am, I am. Thank you. All right. Let's make this happen. Sting tickets, they have your name on it. Let's get you uh, winning them. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Cool for the Summer, Music Note, Hitch a Tent, Pinky in the Brain, or Soaking Up the Sun? Um... We're going to do Soaking Up the Sun. Soaking Up the Sun it is. Okay, National Seashell Day is tomorrow. These are all things you would see at the beach. At the beach, beach. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I'm going to pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Michelle, 60 seconds on the clock. It gets six correct, and you win, and you start now. You might build one of these while you're on the beach. Um, oh, thank you. Yes. You might find this as you're walking. It's got, like, five arms, and you might hold it in your hand. Perfect. Yes. Um, you lay this down on the sand so you don't have to lay on it. Um, you dro- dro- uh, beach towel? Yes. Uh, you might have one of these that you play, uh, th- that you hit back and forth and you throw to each other. Uh, uh, volleyball? Uh, not a volleyball, but um, just a, a general. Beachball. Yes. Um, this is what you would wear on your eyes so it's not too bright. Uh, sunglasses. Yes. Uh, you might see one of these people in the ocean and they're uh, catching the waves. Uh, yes! Yeah. What's that lingo? They're catching the waves. <laughs> Thanks for knowing my ridiculous language. <laughs> Congratulations, Michelle. I was about to say, like, a uh, uh, lifeguard, but you used to catch the waves. Uh, I, I, can you tell I've never surfed in my life? I'm like, what, what, is, what, do, what do they say? I don't know. Michelle, tickets to Sting, my songs, the Las Vegas residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace in March or April of next year. So congratulations to you. And if you want to so, see Sting, we've got these tickets all week long in the 8 o'clock hour when you win heads up at 825. Here's Ed Sheeran, little baby. It's two-step. This is Mix 94.1. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That 
That's Kate Bush on Mix 94.1. Running up that hill, reached number one on the UK records chart, just shattered records. And she says it. she has to admit she feels really moved by it all. And she just wants to thank everyone for making the song number one at the UK in such an unexpected way. Of course, if you don't know, it was uh, used in season four of Netflix's hit Stranger Things and just absolutely exploded and uh it's just so funny to hear uh a new generation being exposed to it or even if you were alive then and never heard it because my husband and i were talking about it yesterday i'm like did you ever hear that when back in the 80s he's like never and i listened to tons of music i i don't know how that one skipped me and it skipped me too but i love it it's a great song and in the 80s she peaked at the i think here in the states at 30 in the charts and now it's i think it was at number five last week i'm sure it'll be even higher this week when the charts come out tomorrow there's a lot, a lot of flights being canceled right now. Anyone affected with all these flights that are being canceled? I think it was last Thursday. There was a thousand flights canceled, and there were more flights canceled on Friday and canceled yesterday. It's, it's tough out there when it comes to flying. And Laura, my wife, is in France right now, and she had to deal with all this stuff last week. She was originally supposed to fly out Saturday morning, first thing, leave Vegas, go to JFK, have a two-hour layover, then a plane to, to Nice, and then she'd, she'd head down to Cannes, where she's at right now. And she gets the notification Friday at 2 o'clock that her flight was canceled. And they, they had her rebooked flying out like Sunday. So she booked her flight separately. She booked her flight to New York City on her own. And then she booked the flight over to France separately, like a one-trip flight. So as Delta is trying to reschedule her flights, they're not, they don't know that she needs to catch a flight to France Saturday afternoon. So it was, it was kind of chaotic. So this goes down at 2 o'clock. We're trying to find her a flight to get to New York so she can catch her flight to France. There's no flights out Saturday morning. We found a red-eye Friday night. So she left Friday night, 11 o'clock. She landed in New York at 7 a.m. Saturday morning. Her flight to France wasn't until 5.30 that night. Oh, wow. So she has from 7 a.m. to 5.30. There's a hotel attached to JFK Airport called the TWA Hotel, and they have daily rates. So if, if, if you're stuck, you can get a room and, and take a nap or do whatever. So she ended up getting a room. She actually booked that the night before, and they said, you're all set. Check-in is at 6 a.m. She's like, perfect. I land at 7. I'll roll right in, check in, get some sleep. Well, the rooms weren't ready until 11 a.m., so she still had oh, time to kill at the man. airport. Uh, finally gets on the flight to France, and there, was, there were a couple incidents on the, the plane before they took off. One, they didn't have water, so they had to wait for water. And secondly, they had an early passenger, and this guy was, there were some racist things going on. And uh, kudos to the way Laura explained this story. Um, he, he had an issue with someone wearing a mask, this guy did, and they were trying to calm everyone down. And then this guy started to get heated and some racism came in. And Laura said, as soon as that came up, it was like the police were on the plane waiting for this guy. They had him off that plane so fast, dragged off the flight, and this guy was kicked off the flight, as he should be. And they were able to fly out. But there were all these little things that kept adding up. She finally, she got to France. She landed in France on Sunday morning. And so between Friday and landing in France, I think she had a total of five hours of sleep between Friday and Sunday flying over there. Yikes. And then plus with the factor in the jet lag that you're going to get anyway, just from being in such a different time zone, that's got to be rough. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting weekend for her. It definitely was. And then getting to France and she doesn't speak any French and she was taking some lessons and stuff and little things here and there. And that's the first thing she said. She's like, I wish I knew more French. 
She's like, I'm just like she felt helpless over oh, there. She actually took lessons, like all, like uh, through apps and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. like a dual. Yeah, no, she didn't go to class. Oh, I was today. like, oh wow, <laughs> she, I'm surprised I didn't help her. Like, yeah, that's kind of like just uh, aside from all the travel cancellations that are going on right now, and then to factor that on top of it, and the French, yes, they don't take too kindly if you don't even attempt to speak their language or know anything. They get they get very upset. My friend was telling me when she went to France a few years ago. She's like, they hated us. They hated us. I was like, well, you're in their country. You have to speak their language. And even if you don't speak it, you have to attempt. Did you attempt? And she's like, well, we said bonjour and stuff and that's it. And I was like, well, you got to do a little more than that. Because usually if they speak English, they'll break down and then say, okay, I speak English or whatever. But I I, I got the impression my girlfriend didn't even try. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't blame them then. <laughs> she she had a couple words down that she, I know she was practicing a, a few things. So I think she felt comfortable getting into the car from the airport to the hotel. But she said when she got to the hotel, that's what the driver said. He, he made a comment of like, I hope you work on your French or, you know, your your <sighs> your French gets better. So he made some kind of comment to her. She's like, oh boy, I'm in trouble here. Yeah, this is not going to be good. Anybody experience like travel nightmares especially lately just with everything going on with all these flights and stuff it gets it makes you a little bit nervous to to travel not just by air but you know traveling by car you, you've got gas issues that people worry about um and then the hotel thing oh my gosh that's the worst when you get to a hotel and you just all you want to do is get to your room and just get in there maybe relax a little bit and the worst words to hear your room's not ready Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, please. When will it be ready? We'll call you when it's ready. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? <laughs> yes. Help me, please. <laughs> and her her company picked up the room because of everything that's going on. And she had the option on Friday of booking it for two nights. So she was thinking about booking the room for Friday night. So she would definitely have it when she, when she got there on Saturday. And that way she just check right in. So I called the hotel to see what's the best bet. Did she book the room? And the lady was super nice on the other end. She said, we have daily rates. So save yourself some money. Just book a daily rate. It'll be ready in the morning. Okay, cool. So as soon as she gets there and finds out the room's not ready, I'm like, ah, we should have booked the two nights for you. Oh, uh, so are you glad you didn't tag along on this trip with her? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, it sounds like it's been kind of a nightmare. Yeah, and and, and, and talking to her today, it's it, it, last night was rough. I'll be honest. This whole weekend was rough. She was trying to get things coordinated for her, but she finally got some sleep last night, and they, she's in a better spot right now, but... She's staying in, um, they booked her a corporate apartment, and the pictures looked nice, but the pictures were deceiving. She FaceTimed me and was showing me around. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, that's rough. What was, what was wrong with it? Well, it just, like, getting there, it, it was, it's, I don't know, a little, little shady. It's like down this alley, and there's this green door. Like, you got to open this green door, and then the second door in the building wouldn't lock, so anybody could come in and get in the building. And then it's down this really tiny hallway that's, she said, tells me it's full of trash. And then she showed me when I'm on FaceTime that it is full of trash, it's like this dirty hallway up to the second floor. You get into her place and things are just very, very tiny. It's a real tiny apartment and stuff like that. But it just wasn't the best. It, it wasn't what she envisioned when she went over to France. Uh, that's the thing. Like European hotels and apartments and stuff are so small. It, like Even the beds are smaller. <laughs> like I, we noticed that because we got full size beds once in one hotel room. And this was not even in France. I can't remember where we were. And me and my husband are like crammed in this one bed. My girls are crammed in the other bed. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize these ones or maybe. No, they were actually twin beds. And we're like, oh, no, what are we going to do? It's like, luckily, they had a pull out couch. One of us slept on that. It was not what 
will be expected at all. The, her bed is two twin beds pushed together. Oh yeah, that, that's that's a thing. That's a good idea though. You could at least sleep uh, horizontally there and fit more people. That's true. <laughs> Tell her to sleep horizontal. She'll be fine. And her towel's small over there because she held the towel. The towel is very small. Oh, I don't know. I think I think we had normal sized towels. That's funny. And they got two towels because she now has a roommate starting today. One of her coworkers is joining her. Two towels and, and I said, "Was well, there like a cleaning service that comes this week?" She goes, "No." Was there a washer and dryer? She goes, "No." I'm like, oh, you got one towel for the week. <laughs> First world problems, though, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's she's over there right now, and and a much better sleep is a funny thing. You go two, three days without sleep, it's gonna affect you in a big way. Yeah, I I mean I I try to look at the bright side. I'm like, she's in France. How amazing is that? But if you're if you're running low on sleep and you know, things are not what you expected, I'll throw a couple of a couple of wrenches in your in your enjoyment, I guess. Yeah, a much better spot after five hours of sleep last night. Yeah, uh, we got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about this new super strain that's going around. Uh, what you need to know about it. It's kind of interesting. We'll tell you more coming up. Also, speaking of other languages, did you know that there are common names that we use here in the United States that are they actually sound dirty in other languages? Do you have one of these names? And a man in t- intentionally got pulled over so that he could get rescued by the police. We'll explain what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. All right, beware. It's been a tough couple of years to be single. First COVID, of course, and now this. There's apparently a new strain of super gonorrhea (laughs) to worry about. Not just regular gonorrhea, but super gonorrhea. They call it super gonorrhea because it's resistant to antibiotics and hard to treat. A similar strain was found in the UK and New Zealand back in 2018. So this is the second type they've seen in just the last few years. A guy in Austria recently told the doctor that uh, it burned at certain times. uh, And it turned out he had had um, unprotected relations with um, a sex worker during a trip to Cambodia five days earlier. So they're thinking that's where he got it. They gave him antibiotics, but he still tested positive weeks later. Luckily, they tried another one and it did eventually clear up. But tests confirmed it's a new strain that is harder to treat and they weren't able to track down the woman he got it from. So uh, it's out there. <laughs> Consider yourself warned. Be careful. Protect yourself. Super gonorrhea. I like how they they think that's where he got it from. A sex worker in a third world country. What are you doing, buddy? Come on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just picture this gonorrhea, not like the regular everyday gonorrhea in a suit and glasses, but this is the one with his hands on his hips. I'm super gonorrhea. Is Kate blowing in the wind? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Makes it sound so strong. Yeah. (laughs) Also this morning, uh, we were just talking about traveling and other countries. And if your friend has a baby and picks any of these names, now you can really mess with them or maybe give them a bit of warning. Someone put together a list of common names that mean something dirty or embarrassing in other languages. Now, there's a lot of them, but here are a few of the favorites here. The name Bill, just regular name Bill, right? It's similar to the Dutch word for buttocks. So it kind of sounds like you're 
talking about someone's butt if your name is Bill. <laughs> um, the name Lisa, it sounds a lot like the Greek word for rabies. So be aware of that. Um, the, the, the name Cal, Cal, C-A-L. Apparently, Cal sounds a lot like the Russian word for feces. I'm telling you, these are all just common names that sound dirty in other languages. Um, the the name Todd, the German word for death is Todd with one D. So just make sure you're aware of that. If Todd is coming to dinner. Ooh. Oh, and Wait, we're with serving. two D's or one D? <laughs> and Cal is coming too. What? Oh. Oh. Um, this is one. I this is my sister's nickname that my whole family calls her. This I had no idea. Kiki. <laughs> well, it means crisis in Japanese, but it's also the word for a woman's lady parts in Filipino. So yeah, that's right. We've heard that before. I know, yeah. and uh, that, that's what we call her. I, I We may have to change that a little bit. But, um, yeah, her name is Monica. And when my daughter was little, she's like, Monica, Kiki, and it just turned into Kiki. And that's what we've been calling her ever since. So. Mercedes' sister, Kiki. What? I, I feel so bad. Yeah. Um, the name Gary. Apparently sounds like the Japanese word for diarrhea. And Siri, we all use her. Well, not all of us, but some of us with Apple products to do. And in the country of Georgia, it means a guy's junk. And it's also similar to a word that means butt in Japanese. So now you know. Well, also the name Gary, too. If you're in Japan, you go to some restaurant, you get the first name Gary at a sushi restaurant, and they're calling you for your table. Gary, Gary. Everyone's like, whoa. What? Rude. Yes. That's a matter. <laughs> what are you saying about your food here? Exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, have you ever heard of someone intentionally driving like crazy so they would get pulled over? Cops in Florida were parked along the highway last Wednesday night when they saw a car speeding down the road swerving across multiple lanes. Well, they pulled the driver over. They asked all four men inside to step outside the vehicle, and they later told the men that they were free to go. And the three passengers walked back, but they noticed the driver hesitated on the road. So they looked closer, and they noticed that the driver was making a hand gesture behind his back, which simulated someone firing a gun. So they called him back, and he told them, to pretend like they were writing a ticket because he was actually being kidnapped by the other three guys in the car and they they had guns. The cops did and they announced that they were going to need to search the car. They found the guns and arrested the three passengers. Now, according to the police, they had actually broken into the driver's home. They stole cash and then they demanded that he drive them two hours to Miami where they could get to more of his money. It's unclear why they wanted him to drive. Maybe they're just being lazy and want to sleep on the way. I don't know. But uh, you would think if they were stealing it, they'd be in charge of, of the driving. But that was the way that he escaped was by driving crazy and getting a ticket. I wonder if they actually gave him a ticket after all that. They all of a sudden, they still take him out uh, before you go. Yeah. What? That's something out of a movie you'd see. Wow. I know. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it's smart of the guy, too. Just drive like a maniac and pulled over and save your life. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Monday morning, so we have Jerk or Justified, and that's coming up in about 15 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. One Republic with West Coast. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Every Monday, we do Jerk or Justified. We take your emails 
that you send us at, uh, through our website, Mix941.fm, on a situation that you might be dealing with, a situation that you want to know if you're in the wrong or if you're in the right. If you ever have any of those issues you want us to tackle for Jerk or Justified, you just have to shoot us an email. And today's email comes from someone who listens online in South Dakota. Yeah, it comes from Sloan, and she dropped us a line, and it reads, Hi, Mercedes and JC, last year... My family and I moved from Las Vegas to Watertown, South Dakota. We moved here for my husband's job. Las Vegas is home for me. I listen to your podcast every day. I feel connected to the city and my family through your show. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening. I have a situation that I think would fit for Jerk or Justified. I like this. My husband does not listen to the podcast. Perhaps if I like the outcome, I can play it for him. LOL. Well, here it is. Our son is nine years old. He loves playing outside with his friends. He loves reading and playing Fortnite. My husband has insisted that our son play baseball because my husband played and was great. Our son is also very good, but he hates baseball. They have a summer league here, and he cries every time he has a game, and it just breaks my heart. I talk to my husband about this, and he just shrugs and says, oh, well, he has to play. He needs to be involved in sports. It's good for him. The only reason he doesn't want to play is so he can play video games. I disagree with my husband. Our son just really doesn't like playing. I think he should be able to be a kid and do what he wants to do, not what my husband wants him to do. My husband makes him practice more after every practice and makes him practice catching after every game. I think he needs to chill. Let kids be kids. As a parent, should you never make your kid you should never make your kid do something. Am I a jerk for thinking my kid should quit baseball? And it's signed Sloan in South Dakota. Okay, what do you guys think? Our number is 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us. Is Sloan, um, is she being a jerk or is she justified on this? Her her kid doesn't want to play baseball. Dad's kind of forcing him to do it. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I feel like you're if you're in this season now, you're you committed to it and you'd be a jerk if you just quit and let your team down that being said if he'd after the season if he's not into it i don't think i I don't think you're wrong i don't think he should be doing something that he doesn't like i do understand you know not wanting to have your kids sit around and play video games all day um Maybe there's another sport he's interested in. Maybe there's some other activity. It doesn't have to be a sport, but something that he can get his like creative juices flowing. There's got to be something uh, else. I would say you made the commitment now, but I, after that, I think you're right. If he's not enjoying it, he shouldn't have to do it. Yeah, I think you're on point with it, Mercedes. Uh, the kid's nine years old. He's, I'm all about trying new experiences. He's experienced baseball. He's not into it. Maybe he'll, you know, when he gets 11, 12, 13, he gets a little bit older, he might like baseball more than he does now. But I'm definitely there with you about not quitting midway through the season. Teach him to, you know, finish the season. We started this. Maybe lay off some of that practice. That's just... That just seems like a lot, though, too. You're done practicing, and then the kid's nine years old, and dad makes him practice even longer. Where after games, playing catch, maybe ease up on some of the at-home practice so it's not as overwhelming, and maybe he'll enjoy it a little bit more as he finishes out the season. 
But I'm all for trying different things, make him a well-rounded kid. But if he's not having fun with it, yeah, do something different, different sport, different activity. Get him out there with some friends and stuff. But definitely try to finish out the season. What do you guys think? Uh, let's go to some of your comments here coming in. This one is from T. It says, Sloan is justified. If dad wants him to play sports, find something he likes. Uh, this one says, Sloan from South Dakota is not a jerk. I agree with you 100%. Shouldn't force the kid to play a sport if he doesn't want to do it. This one is from Eric. says, yes, you are being a jerk, Sloan. Your kid does not want to play because he's being lazy. I'm sure as the years go on, he will learn to love baseball like most kids do. Interesting take, Eric. Uh, let's let's uh, go to our phones. Adriana is on. Hi, Adriana. Good morning. Hey, what do you think? I don't think they should force the child to play. I have an ex-husband who forced our kids to play sports since they were young and through high school, and there's resentment towards that. And even them as adults now, they talk about that a lot, how dad used to force me to do this, and now they don't like a lot of stuff because they were forced to do it. Yeah, when you're not able to choose it on your own and someone basically tells you, you you must like this, it almost makes you want to say, yeah, I definitely don't like this when, when they're telling you you have to. You go into that negative at, with a negative attitude. Did you try, when you were a kid, did you try different things? Did your parents make you try different things? And were you happy with everything you had to do? Or I was try? always pretty lucky. I was I got to choose what I liked. I, I, I picked the sports that I played. My The whole thing was my parents said, we just want you to find something that you do so you're not sitting at home all day. So mm-hmm. I found sports. I played uh, pretty much every sport you can think of. But then I kind of zeroed it in on volleyball. And I played that year round. I played the regular season. Then I played club when I wasn't playing the regular season. So that was that was like my thing. And they were as long as I had something, I was good with it. But if they would have said, you're playing soccer and we're making you, I would have been upset because I tried it. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good at it. I don't like all the running. <laughs> There's a lot of running in soccer, yeah. too. Uh, Julianne says, I am not a fan of making kids do extracurricular activities that the parent deems necessary. However, if the kids wants to do something, then commit to finishing it. My daughter wanted to do tumbling, and she tried to quit two sessions before it was over. I reminded her she committed, so she had to finish it out. And then Tracy says she's justified. I would suggest maybe finishing the season just not to let the team down, but then let him pick the sports he wants to play. He will love it and be more excited. Maybe he won't want to play a sport at all, but will end up loving choir, band, coding, or nothing at all. And playing outside with his friends is enough exercise for him. Well, we love it, Sloan. Thank you for sharing your situation with us. Let us know if you play this back for your husband and what the outcome is with your with your son. And if you have a situation for Jerk or Justified, you can send it our way. Just go to our website, Mix941.fm. It's Mix94.1. This is Mercedes in the Morning. If it's big now or if it's about to break, we got you. All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Get the top trending stories right now with What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Well, it's starting off on a somber note for What's Trending this morning. Detective Justin Terry is trending this morning. A memorial service for the fallen Las Vegas police detective is taking place uh, right now. As a matter of fact, there is a a procession that is going throughout the valley this morning. Uh, It's uh, for the fallen officer who died in the car accident on the way to work. It's a line of duty death and the strip is closed for his procession 
Right now, he was 45 years old, killed on duty on June 10th when a steel beam fell on US-95, hitting his unmarked police vehicle. He leaves behind his wife and two sons and just being remembered as a family man, a dog dad, a friend to many. Um, the procession is going on right now, like I said, so it could cause some traffic delays as it moves from downtown Las Vegas to Henderson, including the Las Vegas Strip. His uh, family, the, the procession is going from the mortuary to Central Christian Church in Henderson. Hear more stories about him. Sounds like just a remarkable man. I was, I was watching the, the everything on the news this morning, and it's great to see people lining up to honor him. Just uh, regular civilians, pedestrians lining up to honor him as as he takes his final ride right there. Absolutely. So that is definitely trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Drake. He gave just a day's notice before his surprise album, Honestly Nevermind, hit streaming services on Friday. It is already Apple Music's biggest dance album in history. It broke the platform's record for first day streams worldwide. What's most impressive about this is that it only took one hour to do so, which is crazy. This is his seventh studio album to date, and it features 14 tracks. It's growing on you, the new song? I Just the whole album, the first listen, I was like, what is this? Steph, how did you, did you listen to it? I've listened to this album over and over again. I think about four or five times this whole, yeah, four or five. I, I love it. Did you love it on the first listen? I did. I okay. did love it on the first listen. This is more my Drake style, like the dancey, upbeat, singing Drake. A lot of my friends, though, they did say that they weren't a, they weren't a fan. And I respect that. I respect people's opinion. I didn't I didn't get it at first. I was one of those people. But then I was like, no, you need to listen to it again. And I listened to it again. And I was like, okay, I liked it better that time. Then I listened to it again. I'm like, okay, I like it. It just, it took me a second to, to get used to it. Because this is like his old kind of style. You listened to the album three times or the song three times? No, the album. The album three times? Yeah, the whole album. Is There's it- a song, the, the, I like the song Sticky. Did you mm. listen? Did you listen to that one? Oh, I've heard it like six times. Yeah, yes. I like that song. That, <laughs> yes. That's probably my favorite song on the album. Sticky's the one I need to check out. Then, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, for what it's worth, like my opinion, <laughs> it matters. But I think it's pretty good. What was your favorite on the album? Uh, calling my name. It's a little dirty, but the cleaner version. If you want to hear the clean version with the kids, I highly recommend. Steph is it. There you go. <laughs> kids in the car. Yeah, calling my name. Play it now for everyone. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Clean version. Kill clean version. Finally, this morning, Hollywood Walk of Fame is trending. The 2023 inductees were announced. There's going to be a total of 24 entertainers recognized. The motion picture category is going to include people like Uma Thurman, Vince Vaughn, Ludacris, Bill Pullman, Paul Walker. He's also going to be honored posthumously. Uh, The recording category includes the Jonas Brothers, Lenny Kravitz, Mark Anthony, and Blake Shelton. And then you have the TV category. Honorees in that include director John Favreau, Mindy Kaling, Martin Lawrence, Ralph Macchio, and Ellen Pompeo. The ceremony dates have not yet been announced and that is what's trending. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We will be back tomorrow. More of your tickets to see Sting coming up in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. Make sure you don't miss that. And tomorrow is Try It Tuesday. The only instructions we were given were come hungry. So... I don't know what that means. We're obviously eating something, but what are we eating? 
I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I hope it's not disgusting. <laughs> That's all I can hope for. Something good for once. Yes. We got a lot of good things, but yeah, with something savory maybe. That is it for us. J-Love on the way next, but now it is time for the line of the day. This morning, Mercedes and Steph, they gave us their thoughts on the new Drake album. And Mercedes said she really likes the song Sticky. Here's a taste of that song. My mama wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have went exec. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she respect. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie, who am on back? I like the sound of that one. Now, Steph said she loved the song Calling My Name, but she warned parents you might want to find the clean version. Well, good luck with that. Here's a taste of the edited version of that song. That's a good sound to it. <laughs> no, I, 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 what a good sound. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the kids bop version of that song. Wow. And that'll do it for show number 1648 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.